The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. What do you want to see in your life this year? You might not be where you want to be, but you have to start declaring where God wants you to be. Are you following what I'm saying? You can't speak loosely. Why? Because death and life are where? In the power of the tongue. Are you ready for the word? Okay, if you're ready, please turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 1. The book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. I read, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I am continuing with my series that I have titled, the creative force of faith. The creative force of faith. And this is part two. The creative force of faith. And this is part two. Last week, we did establish that we were made in the image of God. And because we have been made in the image of God, God expects us as his children to operate the same way he operates. He wants us to operate just like him. That's why it's important for us to know who we are in Christ because once you know who you are in Christ Jesus, then you know your dominion mandate here on earth. So the scripture we read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God created. That means within God, there are creative abilities in him. And if God creates, that means I can also create. Why? Because I am a child of God. The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 5 verse 4, it says whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatsoever or whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. So that means if I am born of God and if God is able to overcome the world, then that means I can also overcome the world. Let me hear a living amen. Amen. So if God overcome the world, that means I can also overcome the world. The Bible went forth to say that, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So that means the moment you start operating in faith, you have already been declared victorious from the beginning even before the battle begins. I don't know what battle you are going through. 
I don't know what warfare you are waging, but I have come to announce you this morning, you are already victorious. I said you are already declared victorious. God declared you victorious before you showed up. Somebody say with me, I am victorious. Oh, say it again. Say, I am victorious. Oh, you are not saying it like you mean it. Say it like you know who you are. Say, I am victorious. Hallelujah. So please understand that because God created, you and I can create. Write this down. God never intended for language to be for communication purposes. God never intended for language to be for communication purposes, but for the purposes of creation. When God introduced us to the world, he was not communicating to the world. God started what? Creating. He said, let there be and there was. So, what I want you to understand is that our language is intended for creation and not for communication. That's why you have to be careful what's in your heart. Because what's in your heart will come out. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Matthew twelve thirty four. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth does what? Speaks. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus said, oh, ye generation of vipers. When you think about a viper, what do you think about? A snake. Yeah, but what do you think about? What comes out of a viper? A venom. So now, the viper's language is venom. When he releases it, what happens is it destroys its prayer. So Jesus said, how can you, being evil, speak good things? So that means what is inside of you will eventually come out. So if you don't like what is coming out of you, out of your mouth, change what is going into your heart. Luke six forty-five. Jesus said, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. That's why it's important that your heart must be filled with the word of faith. If your heart is not filled with the word of faith, your mouth cannot release it. Have you been around some people and when something little is about to happen, they start confessing the negative? What's in their heart is coming out. When a friend of yours says, I'll show you where power lies, that's what's in their heart. When someone says to you, I'll show you my true colors, that means what you are seeing is not their true colors. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> if someone tells you, let's just put this Bible aside, <laughs> then you know what is in their heart. 
Because the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth shall speak. That's why it's important. The Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing what? The word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So you must fill your life with what? Faith. Now let me ask you a question. When you put a sponge in water, right? When you put a sponge in water and you take that sponge out, what happens? And you squeeze it, what, what will come out? Water. water will come out. Isn't that right? Because what the sponge is filled with is what comes out when it's under pressure. What comes out of you when you are under pressure, that's who you are. What comes out of your mouth when you are angry, that's who you really are. Do you want to know who a man really is? When he gets drunk and he starts misbehaving, that is true nature. That is true character. I said, oh, I didn't mean it. Yeah, the wine brought out who was in you. Money amplifies the volume of the character. So when you have money and the way you start behaving, and you start talking anyhow, that's who you are. <laughs> so, Pastor, I'm humble. Now you don't have money, so you're humble. Now there's no money, so you're humble. Let's see a little money come into your pocket. I say, who is it to talk to me like that? Why are they asking me to usher? Why are they asking me to sit there? You see, that's your true nature. And one of the worst sins that God hates is pride. Pride is a killer. So we have to be careful of pride. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21. The Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Life and death or death and life is where? in the power of the tongue. So you have to watch what you say. If this year is going to be a great year for you, you have to watch what you say. You can't speak loosely. You have to watch what you say. What do you want to see this year? What do you want to see in your life this year? You might not be where you want to be, but you have to start declaring where God wants you to be. Are you following what I'm saying? You can't speak loosely. Why? Because death and life are where? In the power of the tongue. That's why it's important that everything you call this month has to be consciously declared. Don't just speak loosely. Because whatever you speak you are planting. Are you following me? So watch your mouth. Watch your mouth this year. Turn to someone and tell them, watch your mouth. 
Not to wash your mouth. I never said wash your mouth. I said watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Be careful what you say. If you say, oh, I'm dying, you will die. If you say, oh, I'm broke, you will be broke. If you say, oh, I'm sick, you will be sick. If you say, oh, I'm jobless, guess what? You will be jobless. If you say, oh, I'm depressed, looking for sympathy from someone, the spirit of depression will come upon you. So watch your mouth. That's why Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and 6, the Bible says that suffer not your mouth to cause your flesh to sin. Watch your mouth. Suffer not your mouth to cause your flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angel that, that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the works of your hands. So never say before an angel, it is an error. You know, last week I was saying to you that I, I'm a Christian. I'm a good Christian. I don't drink. Now, if I go to a restaurant and I ask them to give me something which is hard liquor to drink, guess what? They'll give it to me. They don't know me. They don't know that I'm, I'm joking. Are you following me? So angels don't understand playing. They don't understand, I'm just joking. Angels are always waiting on you, whether you can see them or not. They are spirit beings. They are your servants. They are your stewards. They are always waiting on you for a command from you so that they can go and do what you want them to do. So God says that be careful, watch your mouth, watch what you say. Don't speak before an angel, an error, because whatsoever you say, the angel will go and bring it to you. Hallelujah. That's why many have destroyed the works of their hands. Parents, be careful what you say over your children. Your children might not be doing well at school now, but don't say evil reports about them. Speak good over them. Amen. Tell them you are the head and not the tail. Right. Tell them you are the head of this class. You are the head of this school. Amen. You will go far. Speak good about them. Amen. Speak good things about them. Don't be angry and destroy the future of your children. Because the Bible says that whatsoever you say, God will answer. Matthew 12, 36, the Bible says that, but I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Every idle word. Whether the person can hear it or not, God can hear it. Every idle word, every evil word you speak, God will judge you and I on the day of judgment. That's why we have to be careful what we say. So quickly as we get ready to close. Let's look at how the creative force of faith works. I want to show you how the creative force of faith works. Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 8 to 11. 
Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 8 to 11. I read, it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not hither, neither water the earth, but watereth the earth, and maketh it to bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper the thing wherewith I sent it. This is powerful. God is saying that his word, every time he sends forth his word, the word goes to prosper in everything he sends his word for. And the same applies to you. Every time you release the word, the word goes to do whatever you have released it for. Everything you send the word to, it will go and do what you have sent it for. That's why Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible said, let there be light. God said, let there be light and there was light. God sent for the word and he saw the end result of the word. Genesis 1-3, God said, let there be light and there was light. Genesis 1-4, and God saw the light. Genesis 1-3, God said, Genesis 1-4, God saw. God said and God saw. So that means this year, everything you say, you will see. Let me hear a living amen. Everything you say this year, you will see. That's why you have to be careful what you say. Watch your mouth. Watch what you say. I decree that creative faith come alive in your life. Everything you say today, you'll have it tomorrow. I said you'll have it tomorrow in the name of Jesus. So as we get ready to close, finally, the scripture we read in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. What did he use to create his words? Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In other words, even if you can't see it physically, you can call it into being. Verse 2, the Bible says, 
we understand through faith, we understand that the elders obtain a good report. By faith, the elders obtain what? A good report. So that means if you have a bad report, you can use faith to change that bad report into a good report. I don't know what evil report is hanging over your life. This morning, I, I reverse it into what? A good report. Let me hear a living amen this morning. I reverse every negative report that people have spoken over your life. Every negative word, every curse, every ancestral and demonic curses that has been released upon you. This morning, I revert it into a good report. I said I revert it into a good report. Every negative report from the doctors that they have given you three months to die. They have given you seven weeks to die. I revert that report into a good report. I revert that good that evil report into a, a good report in the name of Jesus. So it says through faith the elders obtain a good report from today. What you'll obtain will be good report. Amen. I said from today, every report that is coming to you will be good report. Amen. Every letter you receive from today will be good news. Amen. Every text message you receive from today will be good news. Amen. Every email will be good news. Amen. Every phone call will be good news. Amen. Your children's report will be good news. Amen. Every doctor's report, it will be what? Good news. That is what I decree over you today. And that's your portion. Last year you received a lot of bad reports. But there's a letter coming for you. And it's a letter of good reports. Good news is coming to your address. Good news is coming to your house. In the name of Jesus. So Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. The Bible says. That through faith. We understand. That the world that we see. Was framed. By the word of God. Through faith. We understand. That the world. Were framed. By the word of God. Now if God framed the world through faith, that means I can also frame my world through faith. Someone is going to frame a good world from today. You are going to frame your world from today. That jobless situation is going to turn into an employable situation. You are going to frame your world today in the name of Jesus. So that's how God operates. God operates by faith. And because God operates by faith and we are his children, we must also operate by faith. And how does he operate? By speaking. By saying. By speaking. By saying. So Genesis 1 verse 3. The Bible says and God said. What do you want this year? What do you want this year? 
You have to open your mouth and what? You have to open your mouth and what? Say it. Yeah. Abraham was called by God as a father of many nations. He had no child, but he was still saying it. I'm a father of many nations. I'm a father of what? Many nations. It doesn't matter what your situation looks like. God has already cut a covenant with you. And he's a covenant keeping God. His covenants never fails. This year, God is cutting a new covenant with you that will bring honor and glory to your name in the name of Jesus. So God created the world through faith. Genesis 1-3, God said, let there be. And he saw what he said. Genesis 1-4, God saw what he said in Genesis 1-3. Now I want to show you something very interesting. If we are God's children, then God wants us to operate just like him. So, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, the Bible says, God said, let us make man in our own image. Isn't that right? And in our own likeness. And let them do what? Have dominion over. This is your year of dominion. I said, this is your year of dominion. Say a good amen to that. This is your year of dominion. So God said, let them have dominion over. Let them have dominion over. Three things. The air, the sea, the air, and the earth. And I explained that to you. That these are three areas you're supposed to have dominion over. The sea, the air, and the earth. And when you look at Jesus' ministry, he had dominion over these three areas. The air, on the last day, he ascended. He defied gravity. The sea, he said to the storm, peace, be still. The earth, when he was here on earth, when demons saw him, they trembled and they fell. So you're going to have dominion in those areas. So now, after God made man, now verse 26, the Bible said, God said, let us make man, right? Now in verse 28, God finally made man. Genesis 1, 28. The Bible says that, and God blessed them. And God said, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue, and have dominion over the, the sea, the air, and the earth. Right? Now, go with me to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, the Bible says, And God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and look at what he did. And he breathed into man the breath of life. And what happened? And man became a living soul. Watch that. Now, before God made man, remember, God was speaking to things. And everything he spoke to happened. Do you remember that? God said, let there be light, and there was light. 
God said, let there be firmament. And there were firmament. So God spoke to everything. And everything he spoke to became a reality. Now after God saw the cattle, the animals, the plants, the trees and everything. He looked around and he was looking for someone who looked just like him. And he couldn't find it. Are you following what I'm saying? And for that to happen, God looked around and he couldn't call man and say, let there be man. He couldn't do it. And so the only way God could create man is to look at himself. Look around and look at himself and speak to himself and say to himself, let us make man that looks like us. That will have the same dominion like us. Now watch this. Genesis chapter 1 verse 11. Key scripture. Everything God makes has a seed within it. Everything that God makes has a seed within it. You have a seed in you. So Genesis chapter 1 verse 11, the Bible says that, And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is where? Whose seed is where? Whose seed is where? It's in itself. So that means this is how God operates. Everything God makes has a seed that looks like it within itself. So if God makes everything that has a seed within itself, now God has created man. And within man, there has to be a seed. Now let's let's paint this analogy. Let's say God is the seed. And within the seed, there is a fruit. And man is the fruit. Is that correct? Now within man, there is a seed. Oh, Holy Spirit, help us. Help us, Holy Spirit. So within God, God is the seed. Man is the fruit of God. Now within man, there is a seed. Within man, there is a seed that must operate just like God, the original seed. Now, now God has created everything. He's made everything. And now he wants to test whether this seed that looks like him can operate just the same way he operates. To see if this seed is really qualified to operate the same way I operate. Because remember, when you make the original, you have to make many original after itself. So now, God, oh thank you Jesus. Genesis chapter 2 verse 19, after God has created everything, look at what he did. He brought what he's created to the seed. Genesis 2.19. The Bible says, and out of the ground, 
the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto and brought them unto to see what to see what to see what to see what now remember how God operates what does it do he called those things which be not as though they were so after God created everything he brought it to his seed to see if this seed can also function just like me. So he brought all the animals to Adam to see what Adam will call them. Oh, Holy Spirit, help us here. Holy Spirit, help us. And the Bible says that what name soever Adam called them, that was their name thereof. From today, Amen. from today, Amen. as a seed of God, you are going to call for those things which be not as though they were. And when Adam called Lion, God in his infinite wisdom did not disagree with Adam. His seed. God said, ah, now he's operating just like me. He understands the way we operate in this kingdom. He understands the way we operate in this realm. In this realm, we call for those things which be not as though they were. Romans chapter 4, verse 17, final scripture, and we close. Romans chapter 4. Verse 17. The Bible says that as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. There's something God has written about you. You might not see the reality now, but it is already written. And what is written is written. It said, before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead. Everything dead in your life is quickened now. Who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's what Adam did in Genesis 2.19. Adam called them as though they were. And many years later, Everything Adam called the animals, no man has changed their names. And there are still animals and fishes in the sea that have not been discovered yet. The word call there means to summon. To summon. It's a powerful word. To summon means you don't have to see the presence of the thing before you call it. When you make a decree, you summon someone. No matter how far they are, they have to come. Because you have released a legal order and command and authority that they cannot defy. So today you are going to summon some things. You are going to operate like Adam. Amen. 
if you want a lion breakthrough, you call a lion breakthrough. If you want an elephant breakthrough, you call an elephant breakthrough. Whatever you want, if you want an eagle breakthrough, you call an eagle breakthrough. Why? Because Adam, the seed of God, you, the seed of God, have to operate just the way God operates. Did you receive it this morning? Oh, give Jesus some praise. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.